I've, I've had such a long time being good, basically, <laughs> but I, I've, at the expense of fun. And I had it this yeah. weekend. I went to, I, I did a big bike ride on Sunday, but in order to be in good shape for it, I turned down fun on Friday and Saturday. And it just felt a bit pious. And now I feel, you know, net fun is, is already pretty low in, in January, but I've, I've really started behind the April. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like you kind of in 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 a sort of slightly vain effort to preserve this idea of like completely chaste and healthy living yeah, in dry phase. You yeah. do you do turn down. But yeah. also, you know, I must have reached but... zero by now. You know, in my mind I'm like recovering to neutral. But I can't <laughs> keep recovering. You know, there's no, there's only so much up left. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, unless that's reverse you'll aging, have to, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have to just test the waters. Yeah, yeah. Unless you've unlocked the secret to eternal youth, and you're actually, and, <laughs> and, and all it is is just like staying off the booze a bit. But English people are such <laughs> alcoholics, and no one's, no, no one's noticed before. Yeah, imagine <laughs> humans are actually immortal, but they always end up having a bit of sugar with their tea, which is the only thing that rots the human form. <laughs> so around the world. One sugar or two is actually it. Yeah, and well, that's what they don't want you to know. It's population control, man. Oh, brilliant conspiracy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lyles, the sugar manufacturers, are actually yeah. the uh, kind of lizard, lizardy kind of scaly overlords. <laughs> two men start a podcast, and episode fifteen <laughs> is a conspiracy one. Yeah. At the gong. Hello and welcome to At The Gong. We are into episode 22 of the season. We're approaching the quarter semi-finals, the final stages of this season. We have had an absolutely fantastic game this evening between UCL and Newcastle. UCL charged ahead to begin with. I think they were 80 love up and looked for all the world to be a bit of a walkover. And then suddenly Newcastle awoke and they brought it back. They actually took the lead just at the end before the final two questions brought it round to UCL. You could see the relief on everyone. My heart rate is much higher than usual. Rob, how is your heart rate? How are you feeling after that game? Um, yeah, white knuckle stuff. It was, uh, as you say, uh, a classic example, like I discussed last week, of a team going uh, ahead very quickly. Mm. And I slightly resented Newcastle when they got their first question right because, again, yeah, I've discussed this. I yeah, really yeah. like, I like it day. when the possibility remains open for a kind of historic morning. Mm -hmm. But then they got so far back into it that I forgot that and thought, right, we've got a contest on our hands. Mm -hmm. um, led very ably, perhaps kind of valiantly, by their totemic leader, Key, who I thought was amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, he really was. They, they, yeah, God, they so nearly had it. And then um, UCL, I mean, UCL, when they, they, there's a point where it flashed back to the kind of the two team screen that you get when a, when a starter question is about to be posed. Yeah. And I saw that they'd just drawn level and UCL were ashen faced. I mean, Collier on the right, particularly Collier Jr. Yeah. Who, he he wears quite, a, his quite, heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? He yeah, really shows he, how he's feeling. Yeah. He's quite, he's quite readable. And he, he just, his, I mean, I thought, honestly, I thought, 
you know they, they could have lost it. his head's gone here you know yeah um and i thought it will take it will take some of the it will take the experience and kind of patience of some of the senior players to keep this going because i feel like the youth in uh collier junior has just kind of on the uh flip side of his uh as we say, kind of readability. He mm-hmm. did a really kind of heartwarming thing right at the beginning when his mum mm-hmm. set the pace. It's by... such an amazing story, isn't it? I just, every Buzzing time in. you say it, <laughs> I am just astounded. It's insane, isn't it? I, I, that, yeah, I, in fact, I'd forgotten about it until UCL were on today. And yeah. we had asked ourselves recently whether the, the mum and son duo had made it through. Yeah. They had, and thank God. Uh, but yeah, no, she, um, Collier Senior answers a question uh, I think the opening question of the round, uh, yeah. Ram or something, was the answer. Yeah, and you could see. I mean, the sun just absolutely beamed. He was delighted with it. it like, was you could just so... see real, like, uh, yeah, filial really, love. Really, really sweet. Yeah, just yeah. yeah well done, Mum. That's great. Which is such a change to um, the <laughs> the rest of the sons I know. You go, oh bloody hell, Mum, you're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ratio of like, mum, you're annoying to well done, mum? It's got to yeah. be minimum like a thousand to one, I reckon. Yeah, probably. I mean, Collier is a, a, a rare kind of just. What's the word? He's a, uh, yeah, he's a proud, son. mature, older guy. He's doing a, PC, a PGCE specializing in physics and math. So he's going to have lots of really, you know, smart, considerate STEM students in the future. He's, yeah. you know, the pillar on which great civilizations are built. Yeah, he seems a decent fellow, old Collier. Yeah. Real kind of salt of the earth type. Goes now, on University Challenge with his mum, you know. It's so lovely. Cut. The whole team is so lovely as well. I mean, of they are. Salmon, of course, is just a fantastic player and, and bloke. Yeah, he's uh, absolutely nailed on for Granny's favourite, I reckon. He's just so God, gosh darn lovely. The thing I really noticed this time was when he said at the beginning, I'm originally from Bristol. And to me, never has that meant more. You know, I'm originally from, he has lived so much and gone so yeah. far in his world that oh my originally God, yeah. from is actually quite a long time ago. Yeah, but all roads, spiritual roads lead back to Bristol for him. He's obviously been all over the world. I mean, he's a well-traveled man. He, he seems very learned. Yeah, yeah you can just the... tell. You know, there's, there's, an air, there's an aura of, of, uh, of learning to him. Yeah, it, yeah, I bet he makes people feel smarter and he's very sort of curious soul. So you could leave him in a monastery in, you know, Ethiopia and I'm sure he'd have a perfectly nice time, you know, asking someone how do they do that and yeah. making them feel great. He's such a warm-hearted soul. The other thing oh, I really definitely. liked about him is when he uh, gets an answer wrong and he goes, ah, his ah, is really soft, yeah. it's not cross at all. Well, there's none of the kind of showiness or arrogance or kind of, um, I don't know, almost kind of sporting intensity that you often get with the great players. Like, because mm. often, like you say, when they ch- when they cast, uh, castigate themselves after getting a question wrong, it will look quite kind of almost arrogantly sort of self-critical. And it's like, mm-hmm. mate, just calm down. Whereas in Salmon's case, it's very kind of relaxed. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a great bloke. He's gracious um, and he's quick as well, which is great. He confers very quickly and he's back. So he's got pace in the game, but he's still including everyone. It's not, you know, they're not mutually exclusive. You don't have to be rude yeah. in order to be quick. But they seem they seem a, a, a kind of tight team as well. You'd think that perhaps the mother-son combo in a quartet could slightly capsize things or slightly weigh, weigh it down to one side, but they very seem... Good to get on really well. I mean, like Fleetwood Walker also very quiet, mm-hmm. very sense, mm-hmm. a facing, unassuming fella, but really 
really decent sort. Where is UCL in London? Because we've both uh, Bloomsbury. It's Bloomsbury. It's like uh, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of sandwiched between. I guess the northern boundary of it would be the Euston Road, and then it goes as far south as like the British Museum and. Oh right, is it down Gower Street and all that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Gower Street is basically the the kind of main art- artery of it. Yeah. I'm wondering. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking out for them now and give them a wave. God, I'd love to see Salmon and give him a wave. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, I wonder to what extent he's around the place. What was his course? I can't remember. Uh, Masters in Planetary Science. I can't oh, believe I can cool. recall that. I got almost no answers today, but I can remember what <laughs> Salmon's Masters is in. Oh, I bet I bet the Planetary Science Masters building or rooms are very kind of dusty and old and sort of yeah, just stuffed higgledy-piggledy <clears throat> full of old tomes. And there's like just constantly... Well, Salmon, I was going to say a kind of sage old man, but probably Salmon just there sort of stroking his beard and chuckling as he... Yeah, he's put all yeah. the money into the equipment and uh, there's not enough to go around and make it look all fancy, <laughs> but it's got the answers. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you make of the ending there? Because I, I, I really want to come back to this. I've got a bit of a theory on it, but I'd love to know if, um, what, what you made of it, you know, when it got quite frenetic at the end. I, th- I honestly thought Newcastle had it in the bag. I thought I thought you can't, I thought UCL were beaten. Um, mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. drawing level after having been what hundred nil up. Like, yeah. There's it. It must the. But then the question just fell right, and then they really kind of mm-hmm. under the under pressure answered some really quick fire questions. I mean the the, the kind of conferring and answering was done at a speed yeah. seldom seen. They flew through it. Yeah. It's Borneo. Yeah. It's Borneo. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah that's a mad thing like they got the questions right and flew through the conferring even though they disagreed at times like they got they they, they <laughs> yeah. one of them was like java no borneo no and then what was it like proboscis monkey rather than the koala they yeah had the presence of mind to like insist that that was right that yeah was pretty good that's that pretty good going before um, someone clapped up so here's my big old theory which um is driven by my own prejudice uh, so i know that's got you interested but i wonder if you picked up on it as well basically I didn't like Newcastle very much as a team. I remember Key being quite sexist to, it was it Lamb on his left, um, as in, you know, she is a film major and he didn't do that. And I noticed earlier in the episode, she had an answer and he went, are you sure about that? In a way that he didn't okay. do his male contestants. Uh, sorry, uh, colleagues on his right. And so I, I, I found them a lot less likable, um, which is pretty unfair given the format and that I don't know from a bar of soap. But, we got to the end of the round. They had just come level. They'd just taken a slight lead. And then everyone started rushing, including Paxman. Now, Paxman is rushing through it. He's listening out for answers. He takes it. We get Indonesia. And then you hear from Paxman. And, of course, the other one is Malaysia. And he like takes as long as he can to, set, to clarify the third one for no reason at all. And then what do you know? The gong is in the next question. So they've taken the lead. Paxman takes oh, a Paxman bit of time out. Sit on it. Just quietly, oh, didn't like Newcastle, knew that the real story of the competition is the mother and son, that Salmon is an absolute champion. And, you know, in the way of great media campaigns, it just, you can't uh, ignore them. Everyone conspires towards it. And I think Paxman, maybe yeah. unconsciously, just wanted to keep that story going. That's... I mean, you could have just lifted the lid on something. That's pretty exciting. I mean, it could have been, yeah, unconscious. It, even more interestingly, it could be uh, instructions from the top. 
It's like in the '98 World Cup when they uh, admitted <laughs> that the, the the draw had been done, so that should they get to the final, France would definitely play Brazil. Oh, really? Yeah, because they thought that would that would be like the the kind of showpiece final that just needed to happen. So maybe, yeah, maybe the. Uh, and Pakistan and India these... always play each other in World Cups. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they were like, look, this UCL team needs to go far because they're quite a story. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, it's not something I picked up on. Um, okay. That's it. Did you pick up on the, on the rushing at least? You know, you sort of noticed. No, I mean, I, no, I was, I think I was so, um, so involved or invested in seeing who was answering the questions right, it didn't occur to me how fast they were going because I just mm. thought this is this is so close. And then yeah, the, when it pulled out to that to the to the starter question view with both teams on and there was ten points in it, I just thought, oh, just let them get to the end of the starter question because it could be what makes or breaks a game. But sadly yeah. not. Yeah. Gong, as the title of this podcast suggests, the Gong is the master of all. The buck stops that- at the Gong. <laughs> <laughs> the buck stops at the gong. That's very good. Were there any questions that you really enjoyed today, uh, Rob? I really enjoyed the questions this week in a way I just didn't last week. I don't know um, why, but well, you know I fall. didn't get going until I didn't get going until definitely the second half of the round. I, I was on mm. zero until after the music round, and wow. then I got six. Then I got six questions right in a row. Oh wow! Um, what a feeling! Because so, yeah, I, I don't know how many did I get in the end one. Oh, yeah, the, it often happens. It's, I, it was just a kind of deluge. Mm. I got. Um, the three bonuses about the 2008 financial crisis, correct? And I yes, have no idea yeah. how. It's not something I really know much about. And then I got the three bonuses about the uh, Irish initializations, correct? Very good, Irish, yeah. I, Church I, I felt like, you know, it's one of those I feel like I should have worked out or should have guessed, but they're just so quick yeah. live on TV that you really don't give them a chance. I was a bit miffed about the financial crisis one just because it was such big news. And, you know, there's literally a, a play about the Lehman Brothers out in the moment. And so... <laughs> Um, Do you not get them? Uh, I got all three, but you know, I feel like that's an indication that they're too easy in a way. Oh uh, right, yeah. Well, I mean, it was the first half. I don't know if it's just because the questions fell badly mm-hmm. for me and my personal set of mm-hmm. strengths. But I, I just, I was, I was close to tuning out almost. I was just like, I got into such a groove of not knowing what they were talking about that I just started paying attention to other things on the show. Um, uh, that's I got not one like you about, at all. <laughs> no, but then I got one. What did I get? I got one which I thought was super easy to guess, which they didn't, which was um, the first one I got. The answer was France. And he said, where did Mary Wollstonecraft go yeah. for a year in 1792 yeah. on the back of political movements? So I was like, 1792, there's only one country in the world where political stuff of note <laughs> is happening there. It's France. It's the revolution. Come on, lads. Yeah. Let's Italy. And I was like, oh, come on. They got a um, bit uh, carried away because yeah. Shelley was there for many years afterwards for political reasons. Something like that. A lot of people go what was it the blackadder quote uh so there's not there's nothing impressive about walking around italy in a big shirt trying to get laid talking about the romantic poets <laughs> oh i feel seen <laughs> <laughs> cut down by blackadder there were other questions i really liked though i really liked when meta was the prefix uh, that's oh, a really, that really good wrong. question i said anti Oh, and you're kicking yourself even now. Uh, But it's all like the beauty of the question is so good, you almost hardly listen to it at all. I did think as well the picture round of the chairs was absolutely outrageous. It was so ridiculous. I I mean, did you get any? No. Is that no? How is that (laughs) no? Well, that's the thing. I was like, yeah, it's just for kind of. 
IKEA stockroom managers or something. Like, who's supposed to know this stuff? <laughs> well, no, over and above IKEA. It's like seminal pieces of design in chairs, but to just have a photo of a chair and yeah. with no clues around it, and you're supposed to guess the architects who designed But the thing is, well. so, many of these, so many of these chairs, which then get copied by mass retailers like IKEA, yeah. retain the names like that. Right, uh, right. And so, yeah, it would be people, I, I would have thought that people who know that stuff, yeah, are people who work in the warehouses of like Dunelm or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've got a few Barcelona chairs here, actually. They're very good. Um, <laughs> of course, the question is, Rob, have you sat in any of those chairs? Uh, yeah, the, the final one the, that was, I believe, designed by the mother and, the, not the mother and son, the father and wife, the father and wife, the husband and wife team. The husband and wife team. Yeah, the, the, that that is a fair. I think my grandma's got a couple of those. They're pretty decent when when done well. Those chairs are those chairs are. A treat. They're really on the lounge side of things, right? Yeah, you know, what they have that... a kind of slidey. They, they 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 don't tilt back. But they have a kind of slidey reclining mechanism, which is just very satisfying to mm. lean into. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I used to uh, work near the Conran shop, and when I was. Um, hiding from work i would go in and sit in the fancy chairs and pretend that i was um buying so wow. i have how long did it couple... take for them to suspect that you weren't necessarily uh, in good faith when you walked into that shop um i would say it was uh, three or four meetings um, yeah and i think we've got to call it what it is which is accent privilege um, do you think yeah 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 i was in like a, a trouser shirt college shirt you know smartish arrangement and then a posh voice and they were in the clear but i will say that middle chair which was cloth suspended around a steel frame is unbelievably comfortable really outstandingly comfortable in a way that well, you the wouldn't... one that sort of am, am i thinking of the one that's like that looks a bit like patio furniture or like a deck yeah, chair yeah yeah it? totally it's a, really? a steel frame that bends round and then the cloth between oh. the, the 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 steel you know frame um is where you sit and it's just it's a wonderful wonderful chair if only i could I remember the name that. i'd have had it because right, i the, the, yeah my the my in, the enduring memory of that picture round was my kind of shock at how unpleasant that chair looked just because it's such an odd shape i think that's why i sort of liked it so much it's the contrarian yeah. in me that just says this is an unbelievable chair you're gonna have a great time oh, that's pretty cool yeah um so that was it any other takeaways yeah, well, there was, I mean, a, a possibly Twitter moment of the week, one moment that I enjoyed was when yeah. they um, they had the bonuses on, like, alliterative titles for things. Brilliant. And the final one was Wee Wheelie Winky, which was a complete shot in the dark from the bloke on the right, who I think was a mature yeah. student, who was like, yeah. there's no way it's going to be Wee Wheelie fucking Winky, you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, don't think, I don't think any of the other students on the team had heard of it because they were so young. <laughs> and then, it, and then and in, the, in the, you know, out of nowhere... Yeah, brilliant moment. I also enjoyed Lamb. Poor old Lamb being a film. I remember in the last episode we saw her on. She a few yeah. questions fell her way and she answered them beautifully. And she was yeah. a real kind of asset. I just the questions just didn't fall for it this time. She's a very specialised player, obviously. Mm. But she um she said as she introduced her study at the beginning, mm -hmm. she uh, said the word film in a way which I always find really endearing, which I think is usual of like northeast accents and also some irish accents this becomes a kind of two-syllable word she said film oh like, uh, that is charming good yeah, little observation it's what, yeah it's what my dad sometimes says because i think it's how his mum used to pronounce it and it's just oh lovely way of saying that word uh so it's... that endeared me to lamb if mm -hmm. not you know the rest of the newcastle team although i, I think i had less of less of a foible with them 
than you do. Yeah, I mean, you I seem I know to generally have this. I seem to have just, you know, decided yeah. I, I don't like and run with it. Do you know what also did it for me was that Key was wearing uh, a Newcastle hoodie, that sort of university merch, which you just absolutely never see a, a student wearing. Oh, man, Somehow yeah, no, that's it's, a big no-no. It's a big no-no, but Key would not be moved. I guess maybe he got it free. For the trip oh, well, down. actually, no, I got, I, I did. There was a, I think there was a, a, a sort of bargain bucket, I think, of defective UEA sweaters in the student <laughs> shop on campus. And I was in there one day and they were like £1.50 each. And yeah, okay. I got one and I never wore, I never wore it out of the house, but it's, it, it served me well as a kind of nice lounge item. It was literally just yeah. kind of pull over where, and it, it was defective because one sleeve was about four inches shorter than the other. So I had to roll the <laughs> sleeves up whenever I wore it. Otherwise, I'd look absurd. But um, yeah, that was a good purchase. But no, I, 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 but I mean, it, it, it's odd. You say students never seem dead in those, but I tell you what was a huge, like one of the most common sights on a campus is a, is a school leavers hoodie. Yes. People used to wear them to death. And I always just used to think like, surely the whole thing, I thought like the, the kind of trope was of students desperately trying to shed anything, any vestiges of like yeah. their old identity yeah, yeah, yeah. and recreate Same. themselves. And then you I get sure these was. guys just like, Showing up in like flip flops and trackies and a school leavers hoodie with like their nickname like Nugsy or something on the back. <laughs> it totally doesn't make any sense, and yeah. it's not a part of you know you're meant to grow and and be educated and and meet new people and see new things, and then having a school leavers is also it's also just never a very good hoodie. Like it's yeah no they're not they're because... not I mean they're because they're like fruit of the loom mass bought yeah. kind of let's do this as cheaply as possible. Yeah. Um, um, okay. And you wouldn't see any of those UCL guys wearing UCLH, you know, UCL uh, merch, would you? Oh, That'd certainly be... not, no. Absolutely. Like, I mean, can, can, you, can you imagine Salmon, like, decked out in sort of UCL <laughs> rugby? UCL RFC or something. <laughs> or um, Collier Senior, who I thought was quite sophisticated today in a very nice denim jumpsuit, just, you know, pairing that with uh, yeah. a UCL scarf. Proudly, <laughs> proudly yeah. wearing the burgundy and yellow colours. Oh UCL. god! I mean, that would that yeah, that would that would look a bit out of place. I mean, she was sophistication writ large. That lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I a mean, I, maybe, maybe maybe I could maybe see her son in in like a in a in a in a, in a one of those old fashioned kind of rugby button downs. Not yeah, the, you know the, yeah. the kind of old rugby shirts they don't play in anymore, but they wear as kind of collegiate sort of yeah club yeah, attire. yeah yeah yeah. But it's yeah, no look. Col Collier Senior was a was a player. I, I'd say the I'd say she's the stronger of the Colliers. But yes. um Yeah, but she's also I mean, got you know, a few again, years on him. Yeah, well yeah, she's had more time to brush up. So fair um, enough. Let's Rob... see. Let's see when Collier Junior comes in with his offspring in thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing another PhD. And away they go. <laughs> uh broader question for you, Rob. When you hear an answer that you think, Oh, that sounds really interesting, do you end up going and researching it? Because I've written the last three weeks an answer where i've thought oh wow that's really interesting and not mm. followed up on it i i i mean i don't i i yeah it might, might stick in my mind and i think oh that's not something i know enough about mm -hmm. like uh do you remember but i mean i i like i'm never organized enough or sort of official enough about it to mm. actually chase it up like a couple of weeks ago they had that question on the on the, on the, that i discussed on this yes uh, on the, the papal divide and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that that's a pretty big deal and I know nothing about it. I should look it up. And I you know, I still haven't, but uh it's right it's you. In, in the recesses of my mind to do that at some point. But yeah, no, I'm not I'm nowhere near in an organized enough viewer of the show to yeah make notes in that way and think i I must I must learn more about this. I Maybe guess I'd be it's a, a nice moment if I did. 
yeah, it's a nice moment to step out of the competition almost and just go, well, that is absolutely fascinating. And the one for me today was uh, a woman appointed a professor of physics in 1730. And, you know, that's yeah, bloody hell. Because like, when, when he said showing its head, it, I just I could not believe that it was that early. You know, I was guessing 1860 and then. It was the birth decade of Haydn. I'm thinking. Yeah, when, when he said when he said that, I was gobsmacked because I assumed it would be like 20th century, given that given the yeah. given the kind of tendency of these things, that kind of exclusion yeah. of women yeah. from basically all public life. Yeah, only ended really like in the Second World War almost, and like you get the first female MP was like the 1930s and first all yeah. of that stuff. So yeah, well done her. I mean, that's a, but that's absolutely something I should research, and I, I bet she's fascinating mm. and well worth a, a Google. Um, that was another classic example. That question, by the way, when Speller of Newcastle, mm -hmm. using deduction and his own knowledge, went very close but missed with 1720s, and then Collier Beautiful. Jr. just swooped in like oh, 1730s, <laughs> and he got it right. It's <laughs> so unfair, but yeah. he's an absolute shark. And uh, yeah. he's gobbling up the prize. Do we have any uh, clear gongs uh, tonight? Yeah, we... I'm gonna I'm gonna give player of the match. Uh, I'm gonna defy the convention of uh, Sky Sports and give player of the match to a losing player. I think Key was player of the match, despite yeah. what you may think of him personally. He was he was a bloody good quizzer. And also, I've got down here. He looks a bit like an evil Tom Cruise. I can like see how like you. Of... I've got there. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a kind of. English actor playing a cut glass kind of silver spoon, yeah, blue blooded baddie version of Tom Cruise, um, and yeah. he's also, which in its way, in own way, is a gong. We maybe we should introduce a fourth gong, most Tom Looks Cruise yeah. adjacent player. Um, th this week, uh, yeah, I think player the match to key because he in he I do agree. he played a pivotal role in the in the almost turnaround which would have been quite a story yeah um twitter moment like i said earlier it could be wee willy winky it could again be the fact that it was just a mother and son but i think wee willy winky was a nice little i, I think, think that's, that's, that's funnier little... and yeah i thought wee willy winky meant small penis so you know that's... as did i like when i whenever i've heard it before i just thought it was a kind of cutesy sort of uh old-timey way of saying yeah that yeah and it's um, an old-timey way of saying an old-timey thing yeah entirely separate so it's a gag Hmm. Um, uh, and Granny's favourite, well... You gosh, said Salmon. I would have said... I mean, I think we gave it to Collier Jr. last time because he's so kind of clean-cut and sort of... Yeah. Like a, So maybe maybe it'd be fair to... Spread it around. To Salmon this time, yeah. And yeah. Salmon, Granny's favourite in an unconventional way because ordinarily we think of Granny's favourite as the kind of heart-melting youngster yes, who knows how to sort of we romance do. the elderly. But actually Salmon would just sit sit a Granny down and be like, look... I'm I'm your I'm your peer here. I'm talking you, talking, yeah. you, talking to you from a level, and we're going to have a great time. Perfect manners. Find a common interest. Share a cup of totally. tea. Leave it at an appropriate time, and uh, make sure he he writes a card saying thank you. You know, time of year. Well, listen, we've had an absolutely storming game. It's been fascinating. God, I love this show. God, I love the theme tune. I love everything about it. Um, but it, we've had a tremendous time, and it's um, goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. At the Gong, the University Challenge podcast. Asking the questions. Led by Sim and Rob Kingston. 